Hello, and welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. I am Jacob Fry, your show host and humble servant. I have an unwavering belief that no matter where you are, who you are, what you have, or what the story of your past may hold, you have the ability and inner strength to design and realize your best self tomorrow, if only you will put in the effort today. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. It's a gloomy rainy day in upstate New York this evening, which is perfect for catching up on work and reading. If you do find yourself homebound with less than ideal weather, shoot me a quick email at jacobmfry at yahoo.com and I'll share with you my top 10 favorite books. Perhaps you'll find one to grab on Kindle and enrich your evening. This episode is centered around a very important area for professionals. That is, guarding your reputation and your mind to ensure success and optimize your life. In our professional careers, our rapport with colleagues, clients, and personal relationships are always changing, growing, and evolving with time. The decisions we make and the actions we take will unavoidably and inevitably impact the optics of ourselves towards others. For this reason, it is vital to keep our actions aligned with our intended impact on others. One poor move, or one poor decision, or even a questionable tweet, as we've seen in the news recently, can and will ruin one's reputation, rapport, or relationships permanently. As a high-performing professional, you must develop your emotional intelligence. You must learn to recognize what impact your actions will have on your relationship. This brings us to the importance of having a strong sense of self-awareness and a strong ability to self-regulate and use self-control. Self-awareness is important simply because as a leader you cannot impact or influence another without first having thoroughly inspected your individual values, drive, and purpose. After all, how can you expect to reflect who you desire to be if you do not know who you are presently and where you want to go? In addition to self-awareness, it's important to be able to self-regulate. You must conquer the variables that agitate stress and cause responses that do not represent your desired impact. I personally have met several, several people in my life that are on top of the world until something inevitably shows up, and it's usually minuscule, that derails their day. This will typically lead to an instinctive curse or the dreaded lobster face. You know, the scowl combined with redness from ear to ear that honestly reflects the leader's true colors. If you want to reflect level-headedness, you can't fly off the rail or off the hinges or off the handle or whatever your term is when your plan falls through. If you want to reflect benevolence, you cannot start by putting others down when they do not follow your lead. There will always be something that challenges you, and you must be prepared to pick yourself back up with grace and an attitude that reflects your desired impact on others. So that is to say, when you're building a professional reputation, you should always be prepared and always attempt to expect the unexpected because you will always be under a microscope. And as a leader, your colleagues will watch you and how you react to all situations. In addition to this, some may even prod you purposely and start rumors. As a leader, rumors should be taken very seriously. Whether they are true or not, if something gets to you through the grapevine, it is best to give it to your team straight from the horse's mouth. In regards to true rumors, well, let's use an example. For example, perhaps a colleague has found out about a new policy that will be rolled out soon that will change altogether their job duties. You need to admit to your team the truth in that change and how you as a leader are going to work and put in effort to transition into that change as smoothly as possible. That being said, I have certainly seen colleagues generate false rumors. 
rumors that make no logical sense. They don't have any logical connection. And the only conclusion I have been able to come up with and find is that there is something in the tap water that pushes them to fabricate fantasies. I call it the FF Tap Special, the Fabricate Fantasies Tap Water Special. You won't find that anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. In the case of the FF Tap, it is important to protect your reputation. Take the rumor seriously, deny it quickly, find evidence to disprove it, and present your evidence accordingly. As a last thought on a leader's reputation, please recognize how strong your words and actions truly impact your team. In the end, the only way to lead your team is to be 100% authentic. Being honest and transparent with colleagues is one of the more important leadership characteristics. Earning trust of the team is no easy endeavor, and you don't want to lose it after you've put in all the effort to gain it. Usually, this trust is hard to earn because many have been let down by less than authentic leaders in the past. I know I certainly have. And that unfortunately jays our views. Here's a quick example from my interactions. I recently had a colleague approach me who had found a better opportunity for himself and his family. He was literally sick and obviously unsettled when approaching me and informed me he was anxious because he didn't want to let me nor the team down. I worked diligently with our locations colleagues to build and foster a culture of teamwork that focuses on the individual and focuses on the people and not so much the numbers. And through the building of this relationship with this gentleman, he was literally sick to his stomach when approaching me to tell me about his new potential hire and that he didn't want to take it if it was going to break the relationship we had created. He continued to tell me how in his 40 years working for locations that a manager that actually cared about the people more than the numbers or goals was something very rare. I wanted to share this specific example because it is important in a situation like this to recognize the need for more humanity in the workplace. Our work is often not easy, not ideal, and for the most part, the work is not where we want to be spending our day. In fact, more than half of U.S. workers, according to a Forbes article, are unhappy in the workplace every day, which I believe is wholeheartedly unnecessary no matter the job duties involved. And I really personally believe it all boils down to leadership. I, like this gentleman, and I'm sure several of you listening, have experienced leadership that would quickly and without consideration put the job before the individual. However, I have personally found that when you put the individual before the job, that 9.9 times out of 10, they will tend to perform better and stay longer. But I digress. I asked this colleague to sit down and express to him how happy I was to hear that he had found his dream job. I sided with him and genuinely was happy that he will be more happier with his new direction. I took this route because I personally had a leader in the past who I attempted having a similar conversation with, whom I had worked under for several years, that took an entirely different route. He decided to offer a cold shoulder rather than a warm smile. Reverting back to self-awareness. As a leader, as a professional, when you know what a certain action or experience has done to you and made you feel like in the past, you will have the ability to self-regulate your actions to optimize your impact on others. Please listen to this closely and think about how powerful it is for a leader to operate with such intentionality. When you know how something would make you feel and you practice empathy, you will self-regulate yourself to optimize your positive impact on others. In this case, I offered the colleague the exact opposite of what my previous leader offered myself, that being a warm smile rather than a cold shoulder, and the impact on the colleague was 
positive as intended instead of negative as was resulted from my interactions in the past. In this situation, what I have actively done is create a reputation of a people-oriented servant leader. The same colleague went on to send me candidates to replace himself when he spoke to others and gave the company and its leadership raving review. The bottom line is that when you are under the scope of leadership, you must actively work to build a reputation around what you desire to be reflected as. But remember that one false move, one deception, even if well-intended, will cause severe repercussions such as loss of trust and confidence in your leadership. Now that we understand the value in controlling ourselves to protect our reputation, let's talk about protecting our mind. It is important to guard our mind so that we are energized, positive, and ready to conquer the day every single day. What we have swimming around in our mind on a day-to-day basis impacts us significantly. What we feed our mind, just like what we feed our bodies, comes out the other end. And the other end in this situation happens to be the way you present yourself to the world. So do you want to slam that cake or cartoon and present yourself as a tired, energy-lacking, unfulfilled individual, or would you rather feed yourself a nice salad, read that book in the morning, and show up ready to conquer the day? I know my answer. You'll have to decide yours for yourself. The moral of the story here is to be very cautious about what you're putting into your mind, just as you would as a bodybuilder, what you put into your body. It's very important that we only put in the good to get out the good. So, that being said, let's talk a little bit about self-education versus formal education. So imagine this for a moment. You interview two potential candidates for a role in your company. One gentleman reads a book a month on skill improvement and self-development, and the other mentioned that he enjoys to watch Netflix two hours a day after work. Who do you want, based just on these factors and all else equal, running your company? Of course you want the continual learner running your company. You know that he values growth and that he understands that learning for a leader is truly a lifelong journey. Now imagine that the Netflix connoisseur has a four-year degree and the learner has an associate's degree. How does that impact your thought process? I have seen formal education have a significant weight in hiring someone for a role. We tend to put so much emphasis on the degree these days that the common person feels it is required to be successful. I'm here to say that for myself, having earned a four-year degree and working towards a six-year, that... The knowledge gained from the degree and the course regiment included in the degree is nowhere near as valuable as on-the-job experience and what I have learned through self-directed study. And I kind of went off on a tangent there, but what I'm trying to say is don't feel like you need to go to a university or anything of that sort when regarding a formal education to level up your mind and feed your mind good, powerful, nutritious books and knowledge. Changing direction some, in regards to guarding your reputation and protecting your mind, someone who has impacted my thoughts regarding self-development is Jim Rohn, and he just so happens to have the Who Did It Best segment today. Who did it best guarding your reputation and your mind with Jim Rohn? After one year in college, Jim dropped out of college and became an entrepreneur. He became a renowned speaker and a serious self-improvement advocate. 
Jim wrote several books and recorded several seminars and performed for several seminars that were not recorded throughout the years on the importance of self-education, over-formal education, and self-improvement, and time management, and several other different important categories in the realm of self-development. A couple of his quotes that really touched me are, quote, Every day, stand guard at the door of your mind, unquote, and, quote, formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Jim went from drowning in debt in his early 20s to a millionaire by 30, and he did it by focusing on self-development, self-education, and keeping all the negativity drains out of his life. You will find a couple links to a couple of his very good seminars on YouTube, in the podcast description. Every day, we each make the choice of what we permit into our minds. What we let in impacts our thoughts and our beliefs, which ultimately leads to how we act and display ourselves within the world. If you want to live positive and fulfilled, hopefully it should now be painfully obvious not to invite any kind of negativity into your mind, such as negative news or or other types of mind candy that really just distracts your mind and doesn't improve you in any way, shape, or form, such as cartoons. That's not to say when you've earned a cartoon, you shouldn't, you know, treat yourself with a cartoon, because at some point, you all, we all need to, to escape a little bit, but just don't make a habit out of it. Don't dwell on the things you don't want to have in your lives. Rather, focus on what is positive in your life and what you want to bring into it. So, as we kind of stretch up against that 15-minute podcast length, I'm going to do a brief recap on our episode. Having a strong self-awareness will allow you to reflect stronger optics to others and your team. Your words, actions, and efforts will be unavoidably judged by others. Make sure you're okay with the world knowing your moves before you make a move. Self-regulate your emotions and discipline yourself to not get triggered and react with nuclear intent. Stop rumors and rumor creators in their tracks. Be 100% authentic and transparent. Integrity is priceless in a world of deception. Invest in yourself. Formal education is valuable, but self-education is priceless. Guard your reputation. Protect your mind. Check back in next week where we will discuss minimalism and the importance of maintaining financial stability for all levels of individuals. This is Jake, signing off. And remember, when things are looking down, you always have the choice.